a lot of people see what I do now. They see uh, the income I make, the other businesses that I help uh, make, you know, seven, eight figures, and help them free up that time. They look at that, but I was a high school dropout. 11 school, 11 grade education, right? Here in Atlanta, right? In Atlanta. Got you. Um, 11 grade education. I was a father at 14. So I had my daughter when I was 14 years old in ninth grade, right? Mm. Imagine being, you know, 14 years old, finding out you got less than five months to learn how to be a dad, right? I ain't had no education, no, no, uh, no money, family ain't come from money. No resources or anything. And what I had to do my whole life is just figure it out, right? Mm. <laughs> figure it out. And that's one one thing I love about uh, my experiences or having a GED and all of that. Because that's one thing I learned. Like, how not to make excuses, just just get it done, right? Whatever you need to do, get it done. You ain't got to be the smartest in the room, but you can know how to hire the smartest, right? Mm -hmm. um, but that's one thing I learned, right? So even whether you're an entrepreneur, you're trying to free up your time, or you're trying to start a new business, going to a new industry, and you don't necessarily know how to do all the things that you need to get done, just go and hire somebody. Hire your virtual assistant. Five, six hundred dollars a month. What's happening, good people? This is Eric Armstrong, and welcome back to another episode of First Generation Wealth Builders, man, where we interview dope people who do dope things, and we figure out their relationship that they have with real estate, man. Today, I have Ken Collier with me, and I think that he is somebody that you need if you're a business owner, man. What's happening, big dog? Hey, what's going on, Eric? Not much, not much, man. Thank you for coming through, bro, and blessing us. Hey, appreciate you, man. Definitely, I appreciate the opportunity sharing the platform with me. Nah, no doubt, Definitely. no doubt, man. Like, man. So, um... First and foremost, for those who don't know you, man, um, who is Ken? So I'm Ken Collier. Um, basically, I call myself a delegation coach, right? Mm. So I help entrepreneurs free up their time by learning how to delegate, hire, and build teams overseas. Got you, got you. I'm going to scoot this over over here. Got you. All right, so when you say you help, you coach individuals scale higher by hiring teams overseas, elaborate into that a little bit more. Yep, yep, yep. So whenever we're uh, most entrepreneurs, you know, we start out building our businesses, start out doing everything on our own because most times it's the only choice we got, right? Mm -hmm. um, but what I figured out was like everybody need help. Every entrepreneur need help. Um, so what I do is I help you guys get help, right? Mm -hmm. Help you guys hire your virtual assistants overseas, right? If you guys don't know what a virtual assistant is, just someone that works remotely, Anything that you need done virtually from a computer or from a phone. Gotcha. I like hope you guys hire your team, train your team, and then manage your team. Mm. And do you got like a specific niche that you work with? Yeah, so the, the, the niche that I work with is mostly coaches and consultants, right? I help you guys hire specifically executive assistants. Mm. Why executive assistants? Mm -hmm. Executive assistants is the person that's going to keep you organized as a business owner. And Lord knows I need it, my <laughs> guy. I'm everywhere right hey, now. Organize, keep up with your schedule, run your email, just do all the stuff that we usually have to do on a daily basis. A lot of stuff that may take us 10 minutes here or 15 minutes there, but when we're doing it over and over and over, we look up, we're like, damn, what a time that went. Five hours in a day. Five hours in a day because we're doing so much administrative things where we could easily pass it on to somebody else. Got you, got you. Uh, like, name some of the people that you've helped really scale their businesses, man. You know what I mean? The six or seven figures. Um, it's a lot. You know, I'm in Atlanta, so I work with and a lot of entrepreneurs that's in Atlanta. So, okay. um, Brandon Shotman, who helped run this, uh, 
this uh, studio we at now. Yeah, yeah. I helped him hire his VAs, some of his editors, uh, everybody from uh, Derek Hopper. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, he's the automation king, dope, right? Automation king. So I helped him build his team. Actually, uh, him and Brandon was how I kind of got into this about okay. four years ago. Okay. Right. Okay, okay. Uh, so we actually, and I, and I get, deeper into the story in a minute, but we actually flew over to the Philippines about four years ago. All three of y'all. All three of us, about four years ago. Okay. You know, I was, at the time, I was actually running my business. Um, I had a credit repair company at the time. Okay. So, I, man, you do everything. Credit repair company, yep, yep. Okay. So, I was in credit repair. I started probably eight years ago. Okay. About five years into the industry, running my company. Um, I'm building it from the ground up, right? Over 600 credit repair clients. Um, and at, at the time, about Almost four years ago, something happened that changed my life, right? My son mom passed away. Mm, sorry to hear that, bro. Not, yeah, my, mom, my son mom passed away. So here I am running a successful company by myself, right? 600 plus clients, like killing them, making pretty good money, right? You say killing it, what you making? Probably about seven to $80,000 a month. Nice. Um, and this is myself really with no overhead, okay, <laughs> right? Okay. Um, and this was about close to about four years ago, what right? You- but you slaving right slaving, now. Slaving, slaving, slaving. Every single day I'm working 18, 20 hours a day. Um, and here's the crazy part, right? You know how it is when you deal with credit, right? Mm-hmm. Especially dealing with those clients who paid you for a service because they want you to help clean up that credit so they can go and get their car to home, start that business, right? So the pressure is on, right? So 600 plus clients grinding every single day had a tragic event that happened to me. My son and mom passed away. And here I am. At the wait, at the funeral, I'm at counsel with my sons, getting text messages, getting calls from clients. So I'm dealing with the funeral, grieving, dealing with my children, and I'm still having to deal with these 600 clients because I didn't have no help, right? It was just me. Mm. So when you talk about um, working and grinding to help other people out, but you're still suffering, right? I'm helping everybody else chase their goals and get to where they want to get to, but... I'm successful when you talk about that, but I come back home and it's kind of like, damn, I'm a failure, right? Ain't got no time for my children, got no time for my girlfriend, ain't got no time for myself, right? Grieving, counseling, dealing with the funeral, dealing with the loss of my son and mom, and having to deal with 600 clients. I was burnt out, mm. right? I was burnt out. And that's the thing. Uh, How old were your children, if you don't mind me asking, bro? My son and mom passed away on his 10th birthday. On his 10th birthday, right? That's heavy. Heavy on his 10th birthday. Uh, and my daughter is 20 years old now, so she was probably in high school then. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's, tr- man, I mean, it's, it's tragic. And, and it's the first time where I realized, like, man, you know, it's cool to want to save the world, cool to want to, you know, help everybody reach their goals, but you got to care about yourself sometimes. And at that time, like, I wasn't caring about myself. I wasn't giving myself the time. I wasn't giving my kids the time, my family the time. Just worry about the clients. Now, like I said, I was burnt out. And I literally, I literally walked away from my business. Through the towel, and I'm like, man, this is it. I'd rather live. I'd rather have the freedom. I'd rather, uh, you know, do whatever I need to do besides deal with these clients by myself. Mm. So I kind of walked away, sold my company, and gave up. What'd you sell the company for? Honestly, I sold it for a lot, for almost less than what I was making a month. I sold my company for $50,000 just because I was tired of it and I just wanted out of it. I didn't care about the money. I didn't care about anything. I just cared about freedom at the time. How'd you feel? How'd you feel once you once you got that? You, 
Yeah. Chest. You know, at the time when you when you dealing when you grieving and you going through those situations, a lot of times you you know you're not really thinking clearly, right? You're just thinking uh, in the moment. In the moment, it was a good idea. I'm like I'm free. You know, I ain't got to worry about no clients. I ain't got to worry about nothing but my kids. Get my son the time he need. Mm -hmm. um, get myself the time I need. And then um, about it hit me ready to like six months later, right? And I see the same company, <laughs> the same person that I down there sold my company to, like started kind of like making millions off of the structure, off of the 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 the, the, the people, off the uh, clients that I had. And I'm like, damn, I made a mistake, right? But I made a mistake because <laughs> I ain't had no help. But I realized like the only thing that was stopping me from scaling my business, keeping my business, and getting to the point where I want to get was like just having help, right? Having one person that can come in, help me take a week off. Help me take two weeks off to get my my mind right, the uh the grieve and do what I needed to do. But I didn't have that. All I needed was one person. All I needed was an executive assistant, a virtual assistant, somebody to come in and help me. And I didn't have that, right? Mm. Mm. Okay. So you sold the company. What's in, what what happens next? Like so, like you spending time with your children. What 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 do you do next when you realize, hey, I still got to work for some money to provide for my children? Yep, yep. And it was like, you know, I, I had the freedom. I had the time. So I was happy when it came to that. But that wasn't paying the bills, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, that's why <laughs> and I'm like, cool, I ain't got to worry about these clients no more. But um, but I made a decision, like, anything I do moving forward, I was going to do it the right way. I was going to do it, one, by having good systems and processes in place. One, um, by just building a team, right? Anything I do, I need to build a team mm. to help me, right? It's so much you can do on your own, but if you build a team, you can do a, a whole lot more. And I kind of realized that. And one of the other things that I kind of let that we all do, especially as men, I didn't really know how to ask for help. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, I didn't really know how to ask for help, right? I didn't know how to, one, identify the areas of my business and in my life that I needed help with. And then I didn't know how to ask for the help. So today, I, I, I struggle with that sometimes. Yeah. Um, I think that a lot of us as men, our egos, and, and sometimes we think we got to, sometimes we feel fulfilled by working hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. I say that to say, how do you convey to somebody who's conditioned to working hard that they need to leverage your services? And here's the thing, right? Um whether you're lever leveraging my service or you just get a help, right? Um, here's the thing that we got to realize, right? Especially as entrepreneurs, right? Whenever we get into this business, we do it for a few different reasons, right? One, because we want financial freedom, mm -hmm. right? And then we want time freedom so that we can spend more time with our family, spend more time with our kids, mm -hmm. take trips, live the life we want to live, right? Um, but a lot of times we're grinding, grinding, grinding to where we don't, we kind of skip over the whole reason why we got into it in the first place, right? We don't care about the 18, 20 hours a day that we're working as long as we're bringing the money in, but we forget about the main reason why we started our business in the first place, at least most of us, right? So we can have time mm. to do what the hell we want to do, spend time with our family, take trips, just live the life we want to live. And if we can get back to that point, right, and just remember why we started in the first place, like, all the other stuff would be easy, right? Getting help would be easy. Asking for help would be a little bit more easier, right? Because we realize the bigger picture and the bigger goal, right? Time, freedom, and being able to do what we want to do. We can't do that on our own. Mm. Got you. Got you. So 
how does this come into play now? Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, man, I realized like, man, damn. I started studying like other companies, right? All these other million and billion dollar companies. Um, everybody from from Xerox, uh, Google, Xbox, Chase Bank, everybody. Oh, you studying the big I boys? Studying the big boys, right? I'm like, listen, because I'm hearing about VAs and virtual assistants. I'm hearing about outsourcing and taking jobs overseas, and mm -hmm. I'm like, why the hell is they doing this? <laughs> right? So I started researching, and I'm like, damn, most of these companies, operations and headquarters are located over in the Philippines. Why is this, right? Why are most of these companies located in the Philippines? One. Because most people in the Philippines speak really great English, really great communication skills, right? Um, English is like one of the primary language, languages. They start learning English from kindergarten. Every sign in the Philippines is in English. It's in no other language, right? So one, the communication skills, the English is very great. In the Philippines, for the most case, um, education is free. So just about Everybody you talk to or every virtual assistant you, you interview, most of them most of them are going to have high school, I'm sorry, college degrees or some type of college education, right? Um, most Philippines are, like, they just love Americans, right? They love our tradition, love our culture, right? So all the music we listen to, the things we do, the shows we look at, right? Most Philippines can relate to. They can relate to our life, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then on top of that, the living expense, the living um, expenses is really inexpensive, right? Um, the salary is really low that you have to pay most Filipinos. In the Philippines, the minimum wage is about $10 a day. Wow. $10 a day. Of course, we hire people. We don't pay them $10 a day. We pay them a whole lot more. But the minimum wage is about $10 a day. So I realized, like, this is why most people are taking jobs overseas. Most people are uh, hiring Virtual assistants, one, the salary that you pay your virtual assistant is going to be really, really cheap. You can hire a full-time virtual assistant for about five to $600 a month, mm. 40 hours a week, right? Uh, English and communication skills are really, really great. And most Filipinos, they love Americans and they want to work for us versus other countries that you'll go to. They don't want to work for <laughs> you know, don't want to work for Americans, don't want to work for us, right? But the Philippines, they really love American culture. So, But I figured that out, and I'm like, damn. This is it, right? I can literally bring somebody into my company, help me out full-time, four hours a week, for five to $600 a month, right? Are you good? Are you good? A month, right? Um, and it ain't, it, it, it ain't even just coming in to help you out in your business, right? Imagine this. Most people have a lot of dreams and, and things that they want to accomplish, but the one thing that holds us back is, Damn, I don't know how to do this. Oh, dang, I don't know how to do that, right? But what if you can literally hire somebody to do just about everything that you can't do? Everything that's holding you back, that helping you hold on to those excuses, what if you can hire somebody to come in and solve every excuse that you got? Have you ever read the book, uh, Who Not How? Nah, not yet. Got you. I'm literally reading that book, and that's basically what you're saying. Yeah. Figure out who can help you achieve it as in conscious to how can you get it done? Exactly, man. I like to go back to like, a lot of people see what I do now. They see uh, the income I make, the other businesses that I help uh, make, you know, seven, eight figures and help them free up that time. They look at that, but I was a high school dropout. 11th 11 11 grade education, right? Here in Atlanta, right? In Atlanta. Got you. 
um, 11th grade education. I was a father at 14. So I had my daughter when I was 14 years old in ninth grade, right? Mm. Imagine being, you know, 14 years old, finding out you got less than five months to learn how to be a dad, right? I ain't had no education, no, no, uh, no money, family ain't come from money, no resources or anything. And what I had to do my whole life is just figure it out, right? Mm. <laughs> figure it out. And that's one one thing I love about uh my experiences or having a GED and all of that. Cause that's one thing I learned, like how not to make excuses, just just get it done, right? Whatever you need to do, get it done. You ain't gotta be the smartest in the room, but you can know how to hire the smartest, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one thing I learned, right? So even whether you're an entrepreneur, you're trying to free up your time, or you're trying to start a new business, go into a new industry, and you don't necessarily know how to do all the things that you need to get done, just go and hire somebody. Hire your virtual assistant. Five, six hundred dollars a month. So I, I struggle with that. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a moment of transparency. Real estate agent, I'm I mean uh investor, I'm a real estate investor, but you tell me if I don't know what I'm doing or what I need to do next, you could I could come to you, you can hire somebody that could help me figure that out. But like, don't you need to have like tutorials? Don't you need to have training for them for for them to execute what I want them to do? Yeah, exactly. Um, I would say whenever you're hiring a virtual assistant, the most important thing you can do is training, right? Right. Educating your VA, training your VA. A lot of times you got entrepreneurs that go out and just hire VAs and then things may not go right and they blame it on the VA. Oh, the VA was bad or they they didn't work out. No, it wasn't them. It was you, right? Mm. You didn't train the VA on what you need done, right? And I found out that that's a big problem when it came to this industry and people hiring VAs. So what I did was I decided to open um, IHR Buddy Academy. Which Say is that one more time. IHR Buddy Academy. The gotcha. name of my company is IHR Buddy. Okay. So yeah. we opened up a whole academy, right? Okay. Where business owners can actually put their VAs into our academy okay. and get training. Right now we train over 8,000 VAs monthly for different business owners. Right? Hold on. 8,000? 8, 8,000 VAs monthly for different business owners all around the world. Yeah, all around the world, eight thousand um, VAs monthly. Uh, we just partnered up with a couple of universities in the Philippines, where they're sending us interns to train the interns, let the interns work as part of their college uh, requirements. But I realized like training is very, very important, right? Okay. If you don't train your VA, um, it's gonna be really hard for them like be a rock star VA. Be successful. Right? But hold on, on before we go into the rock star VA. We skipped a whole lot of story there. You know, we went from <laughs> not graduating, having I mean, having a baby, not graduating. You know what I'm saying? And then eight thousand VAs. Eight thousand VAs. All right, let's yeah. go back. How do you get the first VA? Yeah, so man, it's crazy, crazy story, right? So bad when I was telling you, like it was time for me to start up another business. I'm like, damn, I want to do it right the, the first time. No, do it right this time, hiring help. So at the time, nobody was doing what I'm doing now. Nobody was teaching about hiring VAs, how to manage your VAs, how to train your VAs. Nobody, right? Right. So, and here's a, here's here's it again, right? Solutions over excuses, right? I flew over to the Philippines. Like, okay, cool. I can't find nobody to help. I can't find videos on YouTube. Let me fly to the source, right? Let me fly over to the Philippines. Okay. So me and my buddy, uh, a couple of my buddies, Brandon and uh, Derek Harper, we all flew over to the Philippines. When is this? When is this? This was uh probably 2017. Got you. So you you four years into this? Four years in. Got 2017. You. Yep. We flew over to the Philippines. 
We found the office in the Philippines. We just went and rented the office out. And then we um, went to a couple of workshops around in the Philippines, a couple of hiring um, sessions in the Philippines, and we saw so what like kind what of workshops. Was... Like wait a minute, wait a minute. So when you go to the <laughs> Philippines, you just don't be like where the workshops at. What kind no. of workshop you go to? This is what we do. We just go to um, what's it called uh, Eventbrite, whatever it was. We go to Eventbrite, and we just find different um, workshops, different hiring uh, gotcha. workshops, and things like that. And we just start going, and we start running to a lot of people there that was looking for jobs. And like, and this is crazy. Like, this is literally how it started. Just like, really out the mud with it. We started meeting people. Oh damn, they speaking and talk really, really well. Hey, you need a job? Like, yeah. How much? How much you paying? Uh, five dollars an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so the first VA that we ever hired, he's a college professor uh, at the university in the Philippines, making three dollars an hour. I talked to him. I brought him in. And said, listen, I'll pay you five dollars an hour. He left his job the next day. Mm. Left his job the next day. I'm talking about a college professor working at a university in the Philippines, only making three dollars an hour. Do you got your training ready for him? The trainer at the time, I didn't really have the training. So ready. how did that go? Like, tell so, me how that went. Um, just brought him in. At the time, we brought him in, and I was like, man, I want to get back into credit pair again. You know, I, I used to love it. I just wasn't ready at the time. Um, so brought him in. And we just, I kind of just figured it out as we went. And I figured out the most important thing that you got to do. You ain't got to be perfect with your training, perfect with your SOPs, perfect with your processes. You just got to have something, some type of direction for your, for that person to do. So what I had to do was, and this is what I tell all entrepreneurs to do, write down a list of everything that you're doing in your business. Mm. Right? Write down a list of everything you're doing in your business. I don't care if you're doing 10 things in your business or you're doing 50 things. Write it down, everything from sending out emails, social media management, uh, sending out contracts, making phone calls, whatever you're doing, write that down. Then what I want you to do is I want you to highlight everything on that list, green, the things that you love doing and the things that you're great at doing. Next on that list, highlight everything red that you're not great at doing and you don't like doing. Okay. Right. And then of course, there's going to be things in our business that we want to start doing, but we're not currently doing it yet. Right. Because we may not know how to write that stuff on the list as well and highlight that yellow. What I always say is whenever you first start hiring, hire somebody to do the things that you you're, you don't want to do. Right. The things that you don't like doing, the things that drain you most of your energy every time when you every day when you come in to work. Right. Hire somebody to do those things first. Right. Um, so whether it's, hey, I need you to do um, my customer service, right, for my business, right? What do your customer service look like, right? When your clients call in, what happens, right? What phone number do they call? How do you answer the phone, right? Um, here's a list of questions that each person may ask you as it relates to customer service. Okay, what's the rebuttal? Or how do you answer these questions, right? Um, just, have every, just have it mapped out, right? Okay, if you can't answer that question, what's the next um, thing that you do? Who do you refer the question to in the company line? Just Simple directions. It, it's, it's simple. We all got processing the SOPs and You got head. a template for this? I'm going to need this yeah. template. Facts. Okay. There, hey, there listen. It Mike going to need it too, though. <laughs> <laughs> listen. We all got uh, processes and SOPs in our head, right? We all know what we do in our business. You know what you wake up and do every day on this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. It is in your head. You just know it because you do it naturally every single day, right? Go and get the mics out. Set out the boards up. The cameras up. You know exactly what you do. Um how you get guests onto your podcast, the type of messages you send them, the emails you send out, how you do your graphics. You know, every single thing for the podcast is probably in your head, but all you need to do is write it down on a piece of paper, mm-hmm. right? 
create some type of training, whether you type it up, you record your screen, showing somebody how to do it, and it just had that person come in and do it, right? And as they do it, it'll get better, right? Don't expect whoever you hire to be perfect the first day, the second day, the first week, right? Just have them keep doing the task over and over and over until they almost do it like you do it, mm. right? And if they don't do it like you do it, we need to train them some more, Got right? You. So it's real simple. Now, to bring it back, that first VA, how'd that work out? How long was he on? Like, what were some of your mistakes? Listen, the first VA, the first VA I hired, he was great. He actually loved the job, right? But what I realized was, I told you, we brought him in, we hired him for $5 an hour, right? He was making $3 an hour. I hired him for 5 because I felt really bad he was making $3 an hour, but I didn't realize him making $3 an hour, he making more than his friends, his brother, his mom, you, everybody. You went, you went in there emotionally <laughs> and then messed up the bag. Messed up the bag, right? <laughs> messed up the bag, right? I'm teasing, brother. Yeah, man, but um, it worked out well because he was happy. Um, mm. He was happy to have a job. He was, he was happy to be paid really well. And for me, coming from somebody that really needed some help, I learned, I knew how to appreciate people. No doubt. Um, that was my biggest thing, like knowing how to appreciate the help that you do have, right? Like mm. too many people that help you, give you everything they got, wake up every single day dedicated to you. So if you learn how to appreciate somebody, right, that'll be there forever. So like our VAs, we bring in, man, we train them. We give them health benefits, health insurance. We give them a tennis bonus, Wait, performance right. bonuses. We give our VAs every single thing to make sure they you never want to go nowhere. You got health benefits in the, in the Philippines? In the Philippines. Every VA we hire have health insurance. How do you do that? Hey, that's another. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, that's, that's another thing we do. So I told you, like, I ain't got the number one virtual staffing company for nothing. I ain't, I ain't got the number one black-owned virtual staffing company for nothing, right? It's because we know how to treat our VAs. We know how to train our VAs. We know how to pair them up and find the right entrepreneurs to pair with the right VAs. Like, we do every single thing um, that it takes to make sure, one, we got good people that work for us. They never want to go anywhere. We make sure we appreciate our VAs a whole lot. Like, we take care of our VAs, bro. If you go in the Philippines and you asked about IHR buddy, everybody's gonna know our company name. Mm. Like we have a like so many VAs that wanna work for our company. We have thousands and thousands and thousands of VAs like lined up waiting for our opening position because that's how well we treat our VAs and we're known for that in the Philippines. I love it, I love it. So now you got one VA, you, you like, okay, what how, how do you get the other eight thousand? So one VA started out, okay, he's helping me. I started telling my friend, man, I got this VA. Man, he, he's helping me. He's killing it. Oh, yeah? What's a VA? I tell him what a VA is. How much you paying your VA? Oh, that's it? That's all you pay your VA? I need one. And that's how I started. Okay, cool. You need one. Let me help you get a VA. Help them. And, like, every single day it was just like, I'm like, damn, I got a business. So your, so your assistant <laughs> is helping you get VAs for, for your For people. other people. I'm like, damn, this is a whole business. Mm. And that's literally how I started. So, so y'all over there back to the conference room. Like, this is a story, though. All right, you back to the conference room, and y'all hosting interviews? We we we, uh, we go back to the office, and we just start bringing people in. I'm, like, real true story. And I got some videos and pictures on my phone. Like, true. We just bringing people into the office. Like, hey, man, you you, just, you sound like you speak really well. You want you need a job? Yeah, they come into the office. We just interviewing them. I stayed there for six months. Six months in the Philippines. Hey, man, what's the food like? <laughs> Six months in the Philippines. What was the food like, though? Food good. So, okay, cool, cool. That's all that matters. Food good. Because, man. Hey, after about a month, it's good, right? <laughs> after about a month, it's good. Great answer. You know what I'm saying? It's like, whatever. Hey, that, that money start getting saucy, yeah. so the food tastes better. Yeah. Hey, okay, okay. So, you 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 come back. When do you... 
Okay, so why do you stay for six months, though? So I stayed for six months. One, because I really didn't... Um, I'm sorry. I stayed for six months because when I only planned to stay for 60 days and I ended up staying for six months because I didn't know that it was going to actually turn into a business. I was just going over there to figure out how the hell you hire, how the hell are you hiring people for so cheap and I needed me a few people. So that's why we initially flew over there. You was on your Frank Lucas, bro. On my, yeah, on my Frank Lucas. <laughs> hey, hey, out the gate though, we we we, we kind of got got a, got a story that's similar, yeah. but not similar, right? So um, I wish I had VAs throughout my whole career. I've been I've been DJing since I was 14, but as far as like a, uh, I would say something on a professional high scale level, you know what I mean? Six figures and up. Uh, I uh, had her hair company since 2012. So what happened was I got introduced to hair extensions in 2011. Then I watched the movie Good Hair yeah. with Chris Rock. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he yeah. went to India. So man, I got a, uh, I was DJing and I um, had an Indian guy that always tip me when I play songs for him yeah. and his ladies. And so, one day I was like, hey, Ben, keep that, keep that tip. I need to find where they filmed this movie. And it was New Delhi. And I was like, do you know anybody in there? He's like, that's my hometown. I was like, where, where are you going? He was like, I'm going for Christmas. I said, I can't leave my family for Christmas. He's like, well, I go early. I go like December uh, 12th through, you know, the new year. And I was like, well, I'm about to go to Chicago, get this visa, bro. Do you mind getting me a driver and translator? I need to find these eight, act, uh, these eight guys, suppliers. Yeah. And I went. Um, I was there for two weeks, though. And uh, the food um, wasn't that good, so I came back quicker than that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and so that's how I got started, man. And uh, I was able to to do good for myself and my family. So that's just, you know what I mean? So we both was pursuing, pursuing. the dream. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that's super dope. Yeah. Now, back to it, though. When did you decide, okay, I've done what I needed to do. It's time to go back home. So, um... After a while, I just kind of got tired of the Philippines. I ain't going to lie to you. And I just flew, came on back home. Um, but I was like, man, I got a business now. Right? I got five, six of my friends with VAs. Um, they, you know, um, I just started out there, so I wasn't even really making much. But I had, I knew I had had something, right? Because mm -hmm. just about everybody I talked to, they like, what a VA is? <laughs> like, how do you train a VA? They asked a million questions. I'm like, dang, I got some. You know what yeah, I'm saying? You do. Ain't nobody teaching you how to build teams. They teach you how to start businesses, but nobody's really teaching you how to build teams for that business, right? Mm. Um, I'm like, man, I know a lot of damn entrepreneurs in Atlanta. I'm an entrepreneur. Let me just take what I what, what I've learned, what I've been helping a few people do, and just actually start a business around it. And that's what I do, like full time now. Like no matter what 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 industry you're in, if you're a coach, if you're a consultant. Like you need freedom, right? You need your Gosh. time. Um, I'm a real estate investor, though. We need to we need to think about that too. On, yeah. the, on my way out, on your way out I of here you. today, we we need that. So so of course, if you're a real estate investor, especially, um, say if you're doing wholesale, right? Mm -hmm. Um, if if you're finding your properties, you're you're searching different databases. Um, you're looking up sellers, right? You're mm -hmm. looking up buyers, right? They're calling the sellers. You're, you're yeah. calling the sellers, right? That's a lot of time. That someone, that's a lot of stuff that somebody else can be doing for you, right? right. Especially the phone calls. I already told you, most VAs speak really great English, right? Mm -hmm. Making a phone call, just doing research, looking up with different properties, right? Gathering the data and the information from the sellers and the buyers, sending out contracts mm -hmm. for you, right? Checking your emails. All of that stuff, so everything you're doing virtually or from a phone, somebody else can be doing for you, right? Mm -hmm. The first thing we got to do is like, we got to realize, like, okay, cool, how much is our time worth, right? That's the main thing. Say, so if you're a real estate investor, you may say, okay, cool, my time is worth 
300 dollars an hour, right? Say if you're doing three hours worth of administrative stuff during the day and not doing three hours worth of work or consultation calls, that's nine hundred dollars gone. Out the day. But what if you could hire somebody for five dollars an hour to work those three hours? Now your outsourcing cost is only fifteen dollars. So who who went hire somebody for fifteen dollars for three hours? to do $900 worth of work. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer, right? Yeah. So even outside of the, the money aspect of it, a lot of times we may be good what we're good at when we talk about wholesaling in the real estate industry. You may be good at looking at properties or, or, or building the properties out, whatever it is. You may not necessarily be great at on the phone talking to talking to all of those leads and all of those sellers, right? You can be a headache sometimes. I'm a gangster on the phone, but my team, my team game ain't stealth Your enough team. though. Yeah. I need to get a little bit more stealth just to be transparent. Yeah. No. So like whatever, whatever we weak at in in our business, especially in the real in the real estate industry, because a lot of administrative stuff. Just hire somebody to do that stuff, man. Gotcha. Hire somebody to pay them, you no. Know, $200 a week, $150 a week, and let them do everything that you need to do in your business, looking up properties, calling clients, um, sending out contracts, all the administrative stuff, you can easily hire somebody else to do that for you. Got you. So, all right, what industries, give me give me like, you know, just for somebody listening, right? We talk about real estate. This is a real estate podcast, but what other industries have you helped individuals in? Therefore that, you know, somebody listening might be like, oh, man. I could use that. Yeah. So if you're in the credit repair industry, right, I've helped dozens and dozens of companies, people in the credit repair um, industry, right? If you're an accountant, you need bookkeepers, right? We can hire bookkeepers to come in. And one of the things that um, that's going to be really big in the next few months, something that I'm doing is um, we're going to be releasing a program to where we're going to be using VAs to actually tutor kids, right? Mm-hmm. Help with homework out the school, help with projects, and even help parents homeschool that, that school, especially entrepreneurs, right? We're busy a lot of times. We don't really get to spend as much time with our kids as we need to, helping with homework and doing all that stuff. But that's the next phase in which we're going into over the next couple of weeks. We're going to be launching our program where VAs are going to be helping entrepreneurs to help tutor their kids and help their kids study. Bro, bro, <laughs> like... I pay $50 for a tutor. Now, note, my daughter had a 4.5. Yeah. She had a B, her first B ever in school. And she was like, I got to have a tutor. She was crying. So we got a tutor ever since with anything that she needed help with. And I had a younger, I have a younger daughter. I have two daughters, so Alexandria and Alyssa. So Alyssa was a sophomore and Alyssa had trouble with math. That's $50 an hour. I'm literally paying about $1,000, $2,000 a month yeah. for tutors, bro. So you're saying that, you know, I don't know how many hours that is. Let's say that's two hours a week per kid. That's four hours times 4.3, you know, give or take. You know, we're at 16 to 20 hours a month. Yeah. You could get that down to me for $100? You can actually hire you. You can actually, I'm listening, you can actually hire you a full-time tutorer. And most of the tutors are ex-teachers that was teaching for years and years before the pandemic hit, right? So long background in tutoring. Hire you somebody full-time to tutor 40 hours, 40 hours a week to help your kids, your, your friend's kid, your friend's friend's kids, whoever, 40 hours a week for literally five to $600 a month. Mm. And this is what they do. Man, my like, God. And, and, and here's the thing. like, <laughs> No matter what you're trying to do, this, that's what I always say, right? No matter what type of business you're trying to create, you can hire somebody to help you create that business. Wholesaling, um, 
getting into the real estate, like you said, tutoring, graphic design, whatever it is. You ain't got to know it. Just hire somebody to have them do the work this for you. crazy, man. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's just because I'm going to be honest with you. Your VA hit me reassuring that your appointment was still good. And I didn't even know that. <laughs> and Mike was like, hey, his VA hit you? I was like, yeah, his VA hit me. Yeah. I ain't even know that. So when I get people shoot me messages, like, hey, give me a quick call. I just screenshot it, send it to my VA. They set up appointments, set up calls. I literally do none of that. Mm. They run my whole schedule for me. Hey, that was just a play right there, the tutor play, though. Run you know, I'm just saying schedule. there's so many kids that need it. Yeah. And I don't know. I didn't know half of the stuff that they was doing. I said, baby, I'm removed. I'm 20 years yeah. removed from high school. Um, We're going to get you somebody, though. Yeah. Yeah, man. Nah, it's crazy, that's dope. Man. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. Got you. Um, what other industries? You know what I'm talking about? So, so I'm, I'm just giving you some real-life life scenarios. So my son and my nephew, 13 and 15 years old, they're in the music. Mm -hmm. They be rapping just like most teenagers do. Mm -hmm. They got their own VA, and guess what they the VA do? Getting them booked for shows, getting them booked for gigs. Right now, that 13 and 15 on a whole HBCU tour. They they done toured over 12 colleges just this semester, football games performing every weekend. How I didn't do it, they VA got them booked for these different gigs. Man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, so just by anything you wanna do, you can hire the VA to do it for you. Like it's, it's, it's real simple. Like you remember I told you I got out of the credit pair space. Yeah. And I wanted to get back in. Like literally, I ran a whole credit pair company. I literally do nothing, right? Broke my company down to different apartments. And put a VA in each department, they run it. So I got a tax company. I ain't filed a tax, I ain't physically filed a tax return for a client in two years, right? My I got VAs that are trained, doing all the data entry, filing taxes for the clients, right? Of course I got somebody that's come in and get them a hand every right, now right. and then, but I haven't touched a tax return in two years. And I got a whole tax business right now. My company now, IHR Buddy, the largest black-owned virtual staffing company in the world. I hired my when I hired my first assistant to help me run this company. She was just my executive assistant. Two years later, now she is my COO and she runs the whole business for me. I literally have to do nothing in that business, right? Nothing. My VA literally runs everything. All I do is pop up for the meetings, the weekly meetings that we have. Um, if it's something emergent, I pop in, answer those questions. But I literally have to do nothing for neither one of those businesses, and I have VAs that's running every single thing for me. Mm. Yeah. Every That's super thing. dope, bro. That's super dope. Do you, like, ever use numbers, you know, like, to basically illustrate to somebody, obviously, when they're, for they're foreigners to what a virtual assistant is, and, you know, basically you say, like, hey, you pay XYZ right now. You yeah. pay, you know, you pay $5,000 in payroll. I could get it down to, like, you know, 10000 Is that something yeah. that you, like, market like that? Um, not, I, of course, I market a little bit like that, but for the most part, I kind of um, do time-based, right? Because for a lot of people, time is sometimes more important than, than the number amount, right? So if I can help you free up 20 hours out your week, that may be more important than making a thousand, a, a thousand extra dollars or saving a thousand dollars, right? Mm. How much time you can create. So one, yes, by the numbers, right? Of course, you know, if you're hiring somebody in the U.S., you may pay them $15 an hour, $10 an hour. Of course, it's easy. Hire a VA, you'll pay your VA $3 an hour. Right? Got you. So you keep throwing so out these simple. numbers, bro. So you mess them <laughs> with my head, bro. What is the average VA cost for an executive assistant? That's where that's where we're going to first start. Um, and we're going to do uh, a coaching 
coaching program. I, have, I teach people how to buy free rental properties, entrepreneur to entrepreneur. But I'm going to need a COO. Somebody can make sure that the operations is really running right. What, what's what's the average cost? I'm not going to hold you to it, no. but ballpark. You literally hire somebody for $3 an hour. If you think about three dollars if you hire through me, so I do it a few different ways, right? Okay. If you hire through me, what we do, we train VAs for you and we manage the VAs for you. Okay. Everything from making sure they clock in, clock out, show to work on time every day, train them on how to delegate better for you, all of that stuff. We charge about three seventy five a week per VA. That's roughly about $1,500 a month to have somebody work 40 hours a week for you, right? Got you. And that's still less than $10 an hour. But mm. we do the training, we do the managing and everything. If you was to hire your own VA, and I give you the game plan in my coaching program, if you was to hire your own VA, I'm going to show you how to hire your own VA for about 100 to $125 a week versus paying me three seventy five dollars a week Got to you. do everything. Got you. We show you how to hire, manage, train them, the whole nine. Got you. So awesome. About four, four, five, $600 a month, you can hire a full-time VA for you. Man, I need to... Um I need to exercise that a little bit more. Do. Now, um, time, freedom, money. Um, do you, you said that some of the challenges is in training uh, uh, your VA. Sometimes it's not the VA, it's you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? How do you identify where the issue is? The main thing you got to do is hire right from the beginning, right? VAs going to have different skill sets. Some are going to be stronger on the phones. Some are going to be stronger with social media management. Some are going to be stronger doing administrative stuff. First, you got to hire smart from the beginning based on what you need, right? Uh, and then, for example, say if you're doing your sales call for your um, for your wholesaling business, right? One of the easiest way to train a VA is to have them on all of those phone calls with you, listening to the phone calls, mm. recording the phone calls, taking notes of all the phone calls, right? Then what you do when you go pile, pile, say, 20 different phone calls, you then divide those calls into the good calls, the bad calls, and I don't know what the hell these calls were, <laughs> right? I got you, got you. Have your VA go back, listen to all of the calls, study the notes from the calls, right? And then have her build out her own call flow, mm. right? And then just have them get real-life practice and get on the phone talking to some leads and see, see how it goes. You listen to three, four of them. You let them know what they did right, let them know what they did wrong, and let them try it again. Um, do you and feel like they're good taking the constructive criticism? Yes. Here's the thing. Most virtual assistants are um, happy to have a job, right? Mm. So just like us, we're happy to have a job. We're going to do whatever it takes to keep open. that job, right? We're more open to ideas and what we need to do to make things better, right? Mm -hmm. That's the main thing. They're open to ideas, right? Open to criticism. They want to be the best at what they do. Mm -hmm. So any advice you can give them, they're going to take it, right? It's not like most times, and, and I hate to say this, but uh, most Filipinos, I just say this, most Filipinos are happy to work for us. People that look like us, they love black people, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? So they're open to criticism. They look at us like, Kings a lot of times. I'm I'm be honest with you, right? No wrong with that. So um any criticism we give them, they're open to it. They want to okay. be successful like we're successful. They want to have money like we have money, right? They look at us like, damn, he's an entrepreneur, he's doing this. Like to them, like that's everything, right? So any ideas or any coaching we can give them, they're open to it. Got you. What's turnover like typically? Um, I would say this turnover is all depending on how you treat your VA. If you're mm -hmm. paying your VA really well. Right and not crappy. Uh, when I say that, some people try to hire a full time VA. I'm gonna give them three hundred dollars a month. No, nah, cause what's gonna happen then? They're gonna go and find another job. 
they gonna be working both jobs, right? Mm. Um, but what we like to do, we like to pay a person really great, so they can not want to have to work for nobody else. They gotcha. can go to sleep thinking about our company, wake up thinking about it, how they're going to make it better every day without thinking about two or three different companies. Gotcha. Right? So one, how you treat them, right? Um, um, and then just making sure that you're helping them reach their goals as well. For example, a few people that we hired in our company, their goals were, hey, I want to uh, go back to school next semester. right? One of them was like, I want to buy a house by my 30th birthday for my family, right? And we just helping them hit those goals. Like, for example, to go to college, sorry, for a semester in the Philippines, only like $400. It wasn't much to us, but it's a lot to your Filipino. Okay, cool. We'll pay for you to go to college this semester. Like, doing little small acts like that, it'll make a person always want to work for you and, and loyal to you. You'll never go anywhere, right? Um, the other example, my COO, she wanted a house for her 30th birthday. The house was only... It was only about $1,500 down. The house was only like $10,000. It was like $1,500 down. But just coming up with $1,500, it would have took forever. But I said, okay, cool. You've been loyal to the company. You've been you know, serving, doing what you Let me give you $1,500 down for your new house. When they got a big house in the Philippines. <laughs> but, <laughs> so little small things like that that you're doing for somebody that's been loyal to your company. She down be a lifetime you. employee now. Yeah, lifetime. She done helped me make so many hundreds of thousands of dollars in this company because I don't have to do nothing. She ran it, she ran it all. She deserved it. Right? Mm. So how you treat your VAs, how you let them know, hey, you appreciate them. Like, the turnover rate is going to be really, really low. Like, Got really you. low. Got you. Mistakes that people make with their VA? Um, train your VA like they're disposable, right? Um, train them like, like they're disposable, not making them feel um, wanted and needed, right? Um, another mistake people make is... Um, trying to micromanage your VA, right? Of course, like us, we don't like being micromanaged, right? We love for you to give us a task, let us knock it out, let us bring you back the results, right? Um, this man too tough on your VA. And the other, uh, uh, something else I see is people hire the wrong VAs from them again. They don't have a real great hiring process. For us, we do background checks, FBI clearances on the VAs. We do Department of Labor clearances in the Philippines. We do all of this stuff just to make sure we're getting great VAs in from the beginning, right? Mm. Um, then we put them through training and all of that stuff, but it's hiring great VAs from the beginning. That boy said FBI. We, we do don't FBI want, clearances. We don't want no uh, drug traffickers on our stuff, man. <laughs> no, nah, I'm saying we do... Listen, you, you got to do those background no, I'm checks. I'm teasing, brother. Like, <laughs> but, yeah, that's something that uh, that we do that, that help out a whole lot. Got you, got you. Now, growth. Managing 8,000 people sounds overwhelming. And so what I want to ask you is how many people do you have staffed for your yep. personal company? So I have about 120 staff for my personal company. Okay. Right? Probably about um, – about eight of them are internal. The other ones are paired up with different clients. Um, so, so, so explain that. So when I say internal, of course, we're a staffing company, right? So if we have 120 VAs, say about 110 is staffed with other companies. That's, that means you're paying me three seventy five a week per VA that you have for me, right? So I'm literally, sure. we're getting paid for the clients. When I say internal, those are ones that are working internal for me. Understood, right? understood. Doing my sales, admin um, work, graphic design, running my social media pages, working internally for me. Um, and But here's the thing, right? I learned how to turn like my payroll into a paycheck, and I'm going to tell you what I mean by that, right? 
the graphic designers that we had, the social media managers that I have, the uh, my ads person, my email marketer, everybody that I have working internally for me, I'm like, listen, I'm not making any money from them, right? They're all working internal for me. So how can I make money from my payroll? So what I did was I launched IHR Better Academy. So the graphic designers, the social media manager, my ads person, my email marketer, I turned them into trainers. So now, even though they're working internal for me, getting things done, now they're training other VAs for other companies. So I'm making money off of my payroll, basically. Mm, so I like that. I like that. Got you. Got you. So question to you. I've heard people say that when my VA overseas manages my social media, um, it triggers like the IG algorithm to where like, you know, there's certain things that occur because they keep seeing that login from overseas. Has that been an issue that you ran into? Um, not really. You know what I'm saying? So I let my team kind of handle that. Um, um, my social media team handles that. So they use different apps and all of that stuff. But we haven't really had that issue. We had one account where they kind of shut it down, but we was able to open it back up from a client. Um, but we really don't have that issue as awesome. much. No, and, and for most of our VAs, um, they're, even, if, even if they aren't social media managers, like, for example, we would train our our executive assistants, um, how to do lead generation, right? So they would go in, they would utilize the client's social media accounts, reaching out to leads, sending messages, sending DMs, sending emails, gathering all the information from different leads. So they, they're constantly logging into their uh, client social media accounts. So every single morning when you wake up, your email should be checked, all your DMs should be checked from your executive assistant. Like it's mm-hmm. mandatory, right? But we haven't had any issues of algorithm or anything really. No, gotcha. from what about the time difference? So the time difference in the Philippines, most times about a 12-hour difference, right? So when it's 5 a.m. here, it's 5 p.m. there. And most Philippines are we're used to working American um, working hours. Mm. Most of them are work, used to working American working hours. In the Philippines, um, and it was funny when I was in the Philippines, we would come we'd come out the house early in the morning, get ready to go have breakfast about 8 in the morning, and we're seeing all these VAs leaving work from these other companies, right? Mm. So that's, to them, that's that happy hour early in the morning, right? So we're sitting out eating breakfast, having eggs, pancakes, and they're taking shots. They drink it early in the morning because they're used to working overnight. So when they get out, it's like their happy hour. So that's, (laughs) we're we're first getting up in the morning, right? Five o'clock somewhere. Five o'clock somewhere, right? (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so, but I found that funny though, but yeah, so, but most VAs, even though it's 12 hour difference, they're used to working American working hours. Understood. Okay, so they work that graveyard shift. Graveyard shift. Got you. Now, tell me a little bit about your programs, man. So, IHR Buddy, um, that's where we do the staffing, right? We'll, um, we'll pair you up with different virtual assistants for your business based on your needs. We will train them, then we will manage them for you. You literally have to worry about doing nothing but having 40 hours of work a week for your VA to do. We handle every single thing else. We have the payroll, the insurance. Um, taxes for your VA. We handle every single thing. So that's the staff. You pay side. taxes when you hire a VA? Uh, no, we don't have to pay taxes, but we have to, when you want to write that, write off what you paid. Your no, VA. I get you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you. So Understood. we allow you to send us 1099. We um we help you fit. It's a farm. You need a WABN farm to show who's working for you overseas. So we help you fill a lot of that stuff out, which most people may not know how to do. Um, but but all of that when it comes to staffing, then we have IHR Better Academy. The way you can just place your VAs into our training academy and get trained, right? We got over 12 video courses. We got a private Facebook group. We do one-on-one training and mentorship. Uh, You can ask questions in the group. 
Um, so, uh, in this month, it's only one ninety seven a month per VA to put them in tire training. So I go get me a VA. Yep. And just be like, hey, there yep. you go. I'll see you next month. Come back ready and prepared. That's it. Oh, That's it. So bro, my, what is we talking about mo- here? What most people do, they just leave the VA into our training cabin to get trained. We got so many different areas that they can be trained on. This month, they may only do um, social media management. Next month, they may learn how to run ads and build out copies, right? So most most companies keep their VAs in our program for as long as they can. It's only one ninety seven a month, right? Gotcha. And then I have Delegate to Dominate coaching program to where we literally show you how to build out a complete team for your business. Okay. Um, I need that I need to raise my hand to go there. Tell me about that. So delegate to dominate coaching, what we do is um it's a four week coaching program. The first week we go over your company. We'll break down your whole company into different departments. So whether it's marketing, sales, um, data entry, customer service, research and development, whatever those different departments look like, we'll break those down. Then we will help develop SOPs for each one of your departments. Then we would start the hiring process and building your team to come in and fill each one of those departments for you. Gotcha. Then we teach you and train you how to manage them, how to pay your VAs and all of that stuff. And then after that point, you can keep them into our academy if you want to get ongoing training um, for whatever else you may need. But delegate to dominate coaching. We come in and break your whole company down to different departments, build your SOPs out, and then hire the staff that you need to run your whole company for you. Got you. What's that cost? Delegate to dominate is $5,000 coaching program. Understood, understood. Yeah. But it's definitely worth it because when you think after those four weeks, you already have your team. Um, and you, if you hire four people on your team, your payroll may only be $2,000 a month versus coming to my IHR Better Academy where we do the staffing, you'll be paying $1,500 just for one VA. Mm. Go through the coaching program, we show you how to hire, we help you hire, and then we show you how to manage, and then you pay your VA on your own. And you'll save a whole lot of money that way. Got you. Got you. How long uh, is the process for the academy for somebody like myself? So if you want to enter your VA into the academy, um, they can start at any day that they want to start. No, I get that part. I'm talking about for me to do my SOP, understand. Oh, so for the delegates to dominate, it's a four-week coaching program. Four weeks. So after four weeks, we'll help you build your your SOPs out, your different departments, and you'll hire your people to fulfill your roles in your different departments. How intense is that, though? Like, uh, what's what's, uh, the requirement of, of me? For that. It's only two hours a week. Two hours a two week? Two hours a week for four four weeks, yep. And we're going to get it in like that? we get it in. So not only are you getting those two hours coaching calls with my team, right? Um, my team is also helping you behind the scenes. So they're doing the interviews for you. They're doing the background checks for you. They're showing you the list of candidates that you need to select, right? We're doing the training for you. We're doing all this stuff in the background outside of those two-hour coaching calls each week. Mm. So within the... The first four weeks, you're going to have your whole team built out, SOPs built out, processes, and all of that. So within four weeks, you can literally say, okay, cool. I got my team built out. I can sit back. <laughs> I can do what I want to do. I can take a little break now, and I ain't got to work so hard. So that's the main goal. Do you have a, a person working physically in your office? I don't have an uh, office. Uh... I don't have a, I literally built this company right here during the pandemic from my kitchen table. I literally made Seven figures from my kitchen table, right? I I have never had an office. Boy, you sound like Jeezy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Thug Motivation 101. <laughs> from my kitchen table. See that's it. dope, man. Super dope. Now, that's 5000 Other program, you stick your VA in there uh, for 197 And then the other one? 
I just, I your buddy staffing where we staff the VAs for you. Got you. Got so you. So you'll, you'll, you'll come to us and um, we'll have a phone call. We'll figure out what you need and we'll staff a VA with you. Got you. For the long play then, you just want... You just want to get y'all, train me up, get my SOPs, and I pretty much understand everything and, and rinse and repeat. Yeah, rinse and repeat, yeah. I could dig it. I could dig it. And, not on, and, and, and check this out. That team that you create, you already got a marketing person, a salesperson, admin, data entry for, let's just say, for your real estate side. Mm-hmm. Now you can turn around and say, okay, cool, I got a team already. Now let me start another business. I already got somebody for my marketing. I was I already got thinking like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you already got people in place to bounce off and start other um, businesses, you know what I'm saying? With I mean, the fact that you came in and told me, hey, bro, you can start a tutoring business. We was, we was on and popping out from there. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, there is a high demand for kids failing in school right now. Hey. So, like, that is dope, man. Yeah, yeah, nah, definitely, man. Because um, I was thinking, like, man, 40 hours, I, my kids ain't going to go be learning for no 40 hours. They, nah. Their attention uh, span ain't that long. Listen, man, people always ask me, should I hire you part-time or should I hire you full-time? I always say... Hire your full time. Why do you hire your full time? One, of course, you want to pay somebody good enough so they don't leave you. But secondly, mm. even if you ain't got enough work for them to do, let them work ten hours, twenty hours for you, and then charge your home for the other twenty hours that your VA that you that he need a VA for. So now <laughs> you making money from your VA and they're still working for you doing work, and you you not even coming out of your pocket to pay them their salary. They're paying for their own salary. So I feared that. I, I, I'm no <laughs> lie. I was just like, man, I don't have that. I don't see that much work to do, at, you know, depending on what scale you're at, right? Yeah. There's not that much work to do. So you're saying you could just put like a, a clause and say, hey, I'm going to use you for 30. Mike might need you for 10. Yeah, you ain't got to put a clause in that. They work for you for 40 hours. So whatever, whatever. whoever you need them to work for for 40 hours, they're working for you. Pimp right? hard. <laughs> Pimp hard. <laughs> yeah. so, gotcha. And, and, most people, and most people hear me talk about those numbers. $400 a month, $5 a month. To us, it may not seem like a lot. But trust me, when you're in the Philippines, making $500 a month, it's a whole lot, especially when the minimum wage is only $10 a day. Do, do you know why it's so affordable there? The living, the, it's cheap to live in the Philippines. Yeah, I've never been, bro. Everything is cheap in the Philippines. Gotcha. <laughs> it's really cheap to live, really inexpensive to live in. The, no, the Philippines is what most people call a third world country, a developing country. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, I come from a third world country. I yeah. come from Panama, but Panama got America prices. So, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, like, man. Yeah. Now, question to you. Um, as far as, like, you got everything going on, you got your time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, do you invest in real estate at all? I don't invest in real estate at this moment. Okay. That, that's, a, that's a goal of mine, right? And I want to get into the wholesale side of it. Got you. Why wholesaling? Um, cause I think they may require a little less of my time where I can put mm. other people in place to have them, like I said before, making the phone calls, doing the research, doing a lot of the administrative stuff. Got you. I, I feel like, man, we gotta, we gotta, we, we need to have a partnership. That's what I feel like. You know what I'm saying? Cause I can provide the training. I can get them sauced up. You dig? Yes, and if you hire, I'm training, they executing, and we just delegating contracts and putting system in place. Uh, uh, I think that we got some. You know what I'm saying? Do you have you invested in real estate in the past or anything like that? I did one real estate deal in Atlanta. I didn't know what I was doing. I partnered with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tell you me know, about it, man. Tell me about it. No, no. T- give, give us the story. I partnered with somebody. Um, and. You know, I put most of the money up. She had experience. She knew what she was doing. So I thought she was hiring the contractors. She was doing everything, right? 
And when it came time, to, we sold the house quick. Like, we put it on the market, and I bought it right off of Avon Street in Atlanta on the, um, near the Beltline. I think we bought we, – we was all in for, um, like, $179. Okay. We ended up selling it for, like, $259. The same day we put on the market, we had to offer for it. Dope. For, like, $279. But when oh, it so came, it was over, over asking? Yeah, way over, yeah. Nice. So when it came time to bust the money down, it was like, it was like, oh, man, here go out of paper, here go out of contracts. I had to pay this contract to this, I had to pay that contract to that. Um, not realizing, like, all the numbers were spiked up. That uh, the contractors were some of our friends, and I really got got on the deal. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't know what I was doing. It was just one of those. Hey, I got some money. Let me give it to you. Let me let you do your thing. Bring it back to me. Let us bust the money down. But I had no knowledge. I ain't had no education. I went looking at podcasts like yours and just learning the game. You, you got a sister? Huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you already know what I wanted to do, right? <laughs> you already know. Um, Man, but no, I just took it as a, as a, as a lesson. You know what I'm saying? As a lesson, like. So hey, how'd you discover that you know that the investment was lopsided? When I found out that when I when I because I wasn't really I was trusting her. I was no, no doubt, said, right? no doubt. When if you I the went, money man, she had the sweat equity. Yeah, like that's just how that works. When I um I went back, kind of looked through all the paperwork. Um, I saw that like like some of the stuff had been. Like done twice, at least on the paperwork. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just a lot of little stuff that I should have paid attention to, but I wasn't paying attention to it. I didn't know nothing about real estate, and I was just like, "Here, here go the money. Let me go ahead and let's go ahead and get in it." Um, so that deal could have probably, instead of making you a hundred thousand, that deal could have possibly made you a buck fifty. You know, yeah. if the numbers is right. The numbers are right, yeah. So instead of us being one seven nine in, we really only should have been like one twenty in or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, 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 I learned my lesson. What'd you take away from that though, man? What's the lesson that you hey, did, that you learned from that? Man, it's all around me. Like you got people like you that's teaching real estate, teaching you the game, teaching you what you need to know. You just gotta pay attention to it. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Self the help and just pick up little bits and pieces of knowledge that you can here and there. So if you ever had to get on the deal, like you know what to look for. Got you. you know, so, just so you know, um, in my course, um, and and I have right now what's called the mentorship calls. But um, when you're on the mentorship calls, I make sure that my you know team. I call them my team. You know, what I mean, we get up every morning and, and chop it up. But my team and my mentees basically understand repairs. Yeah. You know, I had one guy last week. He bought windows because there was a lack of windows in the city. I want to say he's from Ohio, Columbus. And he spent $5,000 on uh, 14 windows. So I did the math and, you know, forgive me if I'm wrong, but it was like $379 a window. But he brought that to the mentorship call. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this is a rental? You could go get these windows for, you know, uh, $150 to $165, give or take. Go to Lowe's and Menards. He was like, they were out. So this is what I then told him to do. Go to Lowe's and Menards and then ask them to check for that window and all the different locations around. That might be a situation to where, yes, you might have to go to four locations, but I, I'd rather you go to four locations for a day and save than get stuck for $5,500. He turned around and bought all the windows, man, for $3,300. You know what I mean? Just because he had mentorship. Yeah. And the mentorship program, you know, that paid for the mentorship program. And that's yeah. right then and there. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, something that I um always tell my students. And, I mean, you know, find who has done it before. In this case, you were trusting her. But I also tell them whenever you get bids on jobs, 
get three quotes. No. The reason I say get three quotes because you might have somebody that is weight outfield. You might have somebody in the middle, somebody too low. Then after you figure out kind of like the median, you kind of like compare apples to apples to see what's consistent. Yeah. And then from there, you can kind of verify it yourself to see if it's the right numbers. But I understand in your situation, you kind of just let that go. But you still got to look at the numbers in the future. But though, numbers, yeah. Nah, I definitely, I, I definitely know now. Yeah, yeah, but, you yeah. Know, what I didn't know, I ain't know then. But now I definitely know, like, looking at them numbers, mm -hmm. get a mentor that can actually, that actually um, like, teach you the things that you need to know before no, you facts. dive into anything. Facts, facts. And, and, and in your first two or three deals, have somebody oversee it. Oversee you know, just it, yeah. because... You know, like so, like if you were here and she was, you know, the Chicago, have your guy here look at it. Numbers might be slightly different because numbers in Chicago might be different in Atlanta, right? But that's not going to be a uh, $50,000 drastic difference. That might be a $10,000 difference, you know what I'm saying? But he could tell you, hey, that's ballpark correct. You know what I mean? Oh, that looks good. That that doesn't look good. You know what I mean? So, um, man, sorry to hear that, man. You know what I'm saying? But I hope that it doesn't discourage you from moving forward because if you're doing really well, man, I think that, you know what I mean? We all got a relationship with real estate. Yeah. It's all about paying, whether we pay into it or we collect from it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, you know, like, is that something, like, you're going to pursue soon or, you know, down the road? No, when I say soon, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, like, within the next, I want to try to have my first deal probably in the next couple of months. I got a question to couple you. Of, uh, yeah, you said wholesale. Wholesale, yeah. Because you could get it automated. You know what I mean? I get it. It takes the least time. You know what I mean? But long play, end of the day, having that asset. Having that asset. And if you buying yeah. that cheap now, the price of real estate ain't going to be the same in 10 years as it is today. So if you have a team like you have an establishment where you can, you know, acquire acquisition officers to get deals, man, you got a cheat code. That's why I said, man, we might have to partner, man, yeah. and, and run a bag. Because I could, I give you this, the chorus, the skill set, yeah. and the mentorship. You know yeah, what I'm saying? What you call the acquisition officer. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> look, 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 look. He about to, hey. It's the acquisition officer. So that's the person that is typically calling um, the sellers. Mm -hmm. So what we do is we download a list. You know what I'm saying? We download a list, and uh, we, uh, uh, we download a list, and basically we shoot it out to the VA, and they call. And they're yeah. making calls. They're using our dialers to call. So, like, basically, they're making multiple calls. They get off mm -hmm. one call, it's making yeah. another one. You Brilliant. know what I'm saying? Now, their goal is to basically assess the uh, assess if they're trying to sell and then get some information. So, I have a seller lead sheet. Mm -hmm. Therefore, that seller lead sheet basically asks them all the information I need. They don't always want to give them, but we need some, we need a couple key, you know, elements in that sheet to give me the information. At the end, they need to kind of test if they're hot, warm, or cold. If they're cold, though, they're not ready to sell or they want retail. If they're cold, I typically just give it to a realtor. Because yeah. if they want max price, I can't do nothing with yeah. it. But if a realtor go close it and I get a kickback, that's when we still make money off all leads. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if it's warm or cold, you know, they set an appointment on my calendar, and then I just go out there to meet the uh, the owner and just assess the property and try to make an offer. Yeah. So I'll... All this is in your course. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we we might need to barter and, hey, and get busy ain't no, with ain't it. no barter. I got to purchase that course from you. <laughs> there it is. You know what I'm saying? There it is. I got to purchase that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, but nah, man, it's just a situation to where, like, man, you know what I mean? We, we rub each other's shoulders and, and we make it work, bro. Yeah. You know, but, yeah, that's really what it is. It's a program, too. So you get calls. You get weekly yeah. calls. Um, every Tuesday, two hours. Therefore, as you're going through things, you get your, you know, questions answered. 
and then you have a direct access to me um, through our text message as well too. Because you might have a deal, yeah. so you might just be like, "Hey, I got a deal. I just want to verify these are what my numbers are. What do you think?" And is and is this uh in in the specific area? You can or do it anywhere. Of... You can you do okay. it anywhere. You can execute it because we use the same metrics. The numbers are the numbers. Okay. The only thing that may change though is you know, or the prices of homes vary different yeah. places. Materials in LA are totally different than Indianapolis. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So those type of things, you do got to make a couple adjustments to that I could just show you how to research it. You get it done, and now you have your repair cost estimator that will help you become more accurate with your numbers. Yeah. You tweak it one time, it may take you like a day or two to get complete, but you'll have it for a lifetime to make sure that your repairs are accurate. And it tells you how to calculate, too. So it may be a situation where you need to know if it's per square footage or per linear footage. That's the difference. Linear footage is from point A to point B. Like that's when you count, like, you know, you're measuring gutters. Yeah. But the roof is square footage. Flooring is square footage. A lot of people don't know that. They don't know how to calculate it. But this is just plug and check. Ain't no, no, I ain't never heard that. I, I don't been th- I ain't never heard you just break down the measurements like that. There it is, man. <laughs> there it is, man. So I feel like we can help each other, yeah. man. Like, you know what I mean? That's the beautiful thing about podcasting. You know what I'm saying? Uh that I'm getting to know you. You have I have a necessity, really like yeah. what you have. People that are listening have this necessity. Yeah. And you gave them different options too. And you know, and now you're seeing how you you know, and that's why we call it first generation wealth builders. We're in a position yeah. where we growing, bro. You said you had a podcast that you was working on. No, I got a podcast I'm looking at lunch. Okay, um, what what's so, what's that, bro? So uh it's called Delegate to Dominate. Um, but it's gonna be bringing other people in different industry, other entrepreneurs on to kind of talk about how they were able to build their teams to scale their business to free up their time, right? I love um, it. Because when you think about it, just like you got this podcast, but you got help, right? You got people that's helping you, right? Mm-hmm. Just coming on and just talking about, because a lot of times people see us, but they don't see the people behind us, mm-hmm. right? Um, and just highlighting that aspect of every entrepreneur, the help that they have, um, and how they was able to do what they doing because of the team. No, no doubt. That sound that sound dope and inform, informative. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's yeah. dope. That's dope. Now, before I let you go, man, how can the people get a hold of you? How the kind of people you know? Where can they access the site? You know what I'm saying? And and and, and give them the information, man. That's your camera right, right. there. So it's Ken Carrier, Instagram, Facebook, um, everywhere. Ken Carrier, K E N N C O L L I E R. And if you want to um, check out the website, it's ihrbuddy.com, ihrbuddy.com. Anything you need when it relates to a VA, hiring, training, managing, you learning how to delegate better and build your team out, I'm the person for it. There it is. Too easy. You know what I'm saying? So make sure, make sure. Oh, you, you said you had a course. Um. Yep. Uh, well, talk, talk to us about the course. So delegate to dominate, right? It's a four-week coaching program where we help you build out your complete team, right? We'll break your company down, help you build out your SOPs um, for your company, and then help you assess and hire the right team members to come in, right? Four-week coaching program. After the four weeks, you should have your your core members of your team built out so that you can scale your business and take off with your business. Awesome, awesome. That's something that we just don't understand that we need, man, major. Nah, I am uh, I'm in a position to need, so we gonna talk, man. I might be there for the four-week program. Um, but we gonna get out of here, man. Again, thank you for blessing us with the information and the knowledge. You out there, man, I wanna thank you for support. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to go follow and subscribe 
First Generational Wealth Builders podcast and Instagram to add, man. Make sure that you like, subscribe, man. Tap in. We got episodes coming out every Monday with dope people that do dope things in their relationship to real estate. Until then, peace.